0: adventures this is trey and ashley hall and you're listening to the train for adventure podcast the show that shares adventure stories and fitness tips for people who want to explore more of this beautiful world they live in this experience is one that we've been excited to share for a while now if you've been following this podcast or our blog we've already referenced this adventure it was one of the hardest hikes we'd ever done it was inspired by an earlier hike in the prescott national forest If you're looking for a goal hike to build to or want to challenge your current fitness, tune in to this episode. The Black Canyon Trail rewards your hard work with some incredible views of Sedona, canyons, waterfalls, and more. Trey and I will not only be sharing how to prepare for this hike, but how to build up to it if you want to make it a goal of yours. So Trey, I think I'm going to start this episode off because this is a trail that I really wanted to do. You wanted something challenging to do, but- I was the one that found it so i kind of like to discuss how we came upon it uh so if you guys have been paying attention blowout wash was the other trail that we did in the prescott national forest and it was actually one of the first ones it was the first one that we did it was. when we arrived and i've been saying cottonwood but it actually was clarkdale where we stayed cottonwood is fair they're right beside each other but uh, so it was the first hike that we did in the area to kind of acclimate ourselves and just get moving again because we've been towing for a full week uh, prior to that. And so it was just like, all right, let's get out there. Uh, not Blowout Wash was, was nice. It was a great trail. Uh, and we had, I think, mentioned that if we were to do that one again, we would bike it. But what it did do is it really intrigued me, uh, intrigued me to go deeper into the Black Hills. Which is still part of the Prescott National Forest, but it's more of getting up into the mountainside a little bit. Yeah, and so you're gonna have lots of elevation changes and lots of different scenery, and and then the environment changes as you go along. And so I was I looked to see if there were any trails in that area after we did Blowout Wash, and I found the Black Canyon Trail. Um, and I would just immediately said, well, let's do this one. <laughs> we had some other, other hikes and adventures we did prior to that. Like we went to Sedona with our friend Ashley from Phoenix. And then we also did a mountain biking experience there in Sedona as well. And actually this one, didn't we do it only like a day after we did that full day of hiking and biking?
1: We did. Yeah. We did it Saturday. Two days in a row. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so <laughs> That was a little insane, but we, honestly, we did really well with it. I was, I, we surprised ourselves, I think, uh, in tackling this one. But Trey, so that's how we, that's how I found it, was just like researching that area that I saw that looked, you know, it just it was on my mind that we had to go there. Um, but how did we get there from where we were staying? How could you get there?
1: Uh, so we took, uh, the Ogden, what was it? Ogden Ranch. Road? Ogden
0: Ranch. Yeah. Uh,
1: which is a rough country road. And it's seems like it might be one that's mostly, um, that kind of cuts through someone's private property, but it is a publicly right. maintained road. Um, it is fairly flat, but, uh, fairly flat and straight but very washboarded and rutted. In our our truck, we have a one-ton pickup truck, so the ride was very, very slow (laughs) and jarring. Even though we have the clearance for it, our suspension was just throwing us around. So someone who has softer suspension may not have to go quite as slow as we did, but um, I I would still recommend having some decent clearance. Uh, We would probably have done this in our Prius.
0: Uh, <laughs> we did so many things we in did, that Prius. We did
1: lots of things in that Prius Joey. that maybe we shouldn't have. <clears throat> right, uh, but and, and so that's that's how we approached it.
0: Yeah, I did want to mention that we didn't do all of Ogden Ranch Road, which I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, that we actually, because we were staying in Clarkdale, that we took a more of a straight shot for us. So typically, I think most people would come from Arizona 260 West. And they would take all of ogden which i don't think any of it's paved even though we didn't do the first little like mile of of the stretch of road Mm -hmm. that we actually came on camino real road um from cottonwood the town itself uh and so that left us with like two and a half miles left on ogden ranch road to get to the trailhead Mm -hmm. but um there is another way to get to the Black Canyon Trail,
1: and so this would be starting from the other side,
0: yes, yeah, 89 A Arizona 89 A North. But you have to take two forest roads on that one, which I think Ogden is kind of forest road esque anyway. But you had mentioned that Ogden is flat, and these are not, so they do um, have hills and then also they're washboarded. Sometimes you can't traverse them, especially in the winter months, because you're in higher elevation. So you may actually be able to take the Black Canyon Trail even in the winter if you start down where we did, because we were down at the lower levels of elevation and hiked up into it. Um, so that that's kind of the difference between the two. And we would definitely, I think, I would recommend every time to take Ogden off of Arizona 260 West. I feel like that's going to be the easiest way to get yourself there. Uh, especially if you don't have a four by four vehicle, you might be able to pick yourself along slowly. However, I do think it's recommended to have one.
1: Yeah. But like I said, we would have done it in our Prius.
0: Yeah. Um, another caveat to the black Canyon trail before we go into like getting to the trailhead and what it looked like from there is there's actually two really close by that there's another one in Black Black Canyon City. And that's about an hour and a half drive from Cottonwood, uh, from this Black Canyon trail. And I honestly think that they both are derived, they're the same trail, um, that they both have the same history to them, that they used to be a Native American passageway Um, And then they turned into more of like, well, it's called a ranch road. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That they were uh, for livestock, right? And so they were neglected, both of these trails over the years. And then just recently have they started really working on them to bring them back to life so that people can get out there and use them. Uh, But this is a shorter one because I think the other one is like It's like seventy five
1: like, miles. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So if you also want a shorter um adventure to go on. Day hike. Day hike, yes. This is a great day hike. Um and so I just wanted to make sure that people knew that there are two out there. Make sure that you're choosing the right one. Uh the one that's in Cottonwood, not in Black Canyon City, if you want to do the same one we did. But Trey, can you talk more about like trailhead, getting started on the trail, what that looked like?
1: Yeah, so once we got to the parking lot, we were the first ones there. And we were kind of surprised that, by that because we thought we had gotten started late. It was already like eight, 8 o'clock. <laughs> eight, uh, I, I felt like it was later than that. But anyway, it was later than we'd wanted to get started. Um, we were the only ones there when we got there. And by the time we uh, kind of got to the, the map, one other guy sh- had shown up. But he was waiting on somebody else. So um, we went when it was not at all busy. And I, I oh, think no. for the most part that's kinda how this trail is, that it's not as uh traversed as others in like Sedona. Yeah. Even though it's very close. Super um, close
0: to Sedona. Yeah.
1: So um the trail itself is you go through a, a gate and then you're uh sharing the trail with uh livestock. So you'll see like uh cow dung and mule poop and stuff. Um, we didn't
0: see any We didn't see anything uh-huh. but
1: just lots of poop. <laughs> so um you know that, that that is something to be aware of. Um, right. And uh the first really the trail itself was not hard. It's just long and it's exposed. So
0: And it does climb the whole time yeah. to to the to the point where you go down to the falls mm-hmm. um so it's 8.3 miles total so you're climbing for almost you know just over three miles yeah to get to like your quote unquote destination i guess you could say <laughs> right
1: why is it quote unquote
0: <laughs> i don't know just like because you don't have to make it your destination but yeah. you you are climbing the entire time yeah uh you're going through you do kind of go up and down a little bit because there are a couple washes that you go through, but they're yeah. dry washes unless it's been raining a decent amount or maybe there's snow melt that you might find some water there. But yeah. otherwise, they're not the, hard. To cross. The majority
1: of the trail is not very challenging um, by by way of the trail itself. Right, there. it's just going to be the distance and fatigue that will get you more than anything else. Not necessarily the trail itself being um, technical or anything like that. Now I would
0: say that's up until a certain point, though. Yes.
1: Now, once we started the trail down to the canyon itself, that's when things changed very, very quickly. (laughs) Yes. Uh,
0: Actually, we didn't start the trail down to it right away.
1: No, we 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 went past it maybe.
0: Not far. No,
1: maybe an eighth of a mile and then had a double back so we maybe went a quarter mile extra yeah but it was it was pretty easy to miss it kind of seemed like it was a game trail but apparently this is part of the trail yeah because
0: so. the so technically the black canyon trail is what we stayed on and we kept going on past yes. that fork um and then so this is just kind of a like detour going down to the falls
1: yeah so uh yeah and i don't believe it's a social trail i think it's something that is maintained that you're allowed to, to take. So anyway, um, the, the trail down to the canyon is very steep and, uh, very narrow with Mm -hmm. lots of loose rock. And so it became very challenging very quickly. I fell, which, um, I am usually very, very stable on my feet. Yeah. And so the fact that I fell not once, but I think two, maybe even three times was surprising to me on, on this trail, um, just because it is so steep and, and loose that footing is just very, very precarious. Mm -hmm. Um, now now falling, you know, I was not going to fall to my death. (laughs) It (laughs) was just, it's not, it's not like, uh, hiking angels landing where if, when you trip you're gone. Right. This was just sliding down on my butt and being angry at myself. And, <laughs> you know, Hoping that you try, didn't run into yeah, a cactus getting, or a desert holly. Yeah, getting on my feet before I ran into uh, scratching acacia or uh, a cactus or something.
0: Which, that was intense. because The trail
1: is lined by them. Yes, and, at some point, and there's no way to we, avoid it. We wore pants, which I'm glad we did. Same. But if we'd been wearing shorts, we'd scratched our legs all up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just because there are places where you are uh, walking through a very narrow section of um, holly on on each side of you, or uh, there was one section in particular where there was maybe, maybe like 10 inches that was clear between these uh, two holly uh, brambles, and then... A prickly pear cactus at the end of it, and you and were going it was downhill. all downhill <laughs> on this rock, and so that was a fun little section.
0: <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, you were just hoping that you weren't gonna yeah. stumble and just roll down that it right into that prickly yeah, pear cactus. It, it, that would
1: have been terrible. But yes, uh, it's not very far that you do that. It's 500 feet of elevation, mm-hmm. um, but because it's not very far, it means that it's, you do it all at once. I guess
0: that's about a mile. Since it was about three to that point where that you turn and you go down All that,
1: the distance that we traveled there. Yeah. Uh, I think we only went like a quarter mile.
0: Okay, maybe it it's is very
1: steep. I okay. cannot stress that enough. <laughs> Five hundred feet down and only yes. about a quarter mile out, and so yeah. Anyway, um, that section was very difficult, but once we got to it, it was it was well worth the uh, the struggle definitely um, it was well worth the effort to get to the canyon that the canyon uh initially um is uh kind of understated and then if you take the the trails on uh to the right there um they kind of opens up and you get to the some falls and mm-hmm. you can see the river below you and the, the cliff walls and everything it's just very 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 pretty
0: yeah and uh, we We traveled there in, that would have been March. Yes. uh, And there hadn't been a lot of rain. So we did still get to see falls, which was really nice. Mm -hmm. But after looking at like some pictures before going and then after and in reference to what we did, it sometimes can be flowing even more. Um, So you might have the opportunity to see that. We actually missed one fall that uh, I know of. It was up beyond a couple that we did. So whenever you come down into it, Trey said, you get to see a couple falls um, as soon as you take that right trail. And those are pretty easy, but then you can walk up behind one of them that has a fairly good sized pool and you go up behind it and then you kind of have to crawl over some boulders to get to another set of them where it's kind of two. There's one like medium-sized one and these are these are not big falls at all (laughs) but in reference to each other like they the next set was like a set of two and then i guess there's supposed to be another one beyond those so you could have taken the Mm -hmm. boulders up past that and done one more which is supposed to be the biggest of all of them there and it has a pool that some people will actually like Dip into every once in a while too, just depending upon how big it is. But
1: gotcha.
0: yeah, kind of sad we missed that one. But yeah. <laughs> uh, this is probably one we will do again. We I loved it and I loved the challenge of it. So yeah.
1: uh, getting back out, so we <laughs> we stayed down there and ate uh, a snack and just you know we we enjoy taking our time and like f- getting a feel of a place before mm-hmm. just moving on. That we try to avoid just. Making the destination the goal itself that for us, it's more about appreciating the journey and appreciating um, the the things that we're in and the solitude and the sights and the sounds and the smell of it, the feel of it. Mm-hmm. and trying to imagine how this place was, yeah, what when, was life like? Yeah, when years ago, Native but... Americans were using it or, um, you know, how, how remote these places are and how accessible they are now or, or inaccessible they are now. Just appreciating the, the history of a place and trying to imagine what the, those things uh, might be. Um, so anyway, on our way back out uh, we had to go back up that 500 foot <laughs> um climb and that was very I very difficult <laughs> and ashley was she was done oh man uh, but we couldn't just stay there nope so. <laughs> had to uh, grind
0: get back out that's yeah. for
1: sure and that was one of the hardest hikes we've done and mm-hmm. we've done some very very difficult hikes uh we've done we hiked down to um to the bottom of the black canyon the gunnison which is a very steep very challenging hike as well for many of the same reasons that it's very steep and very uh lots of loose rock and so you're sliding and and things like that and this is hard for many of the same reasons but what i think makes it more challenging is the fact that um i didn't necessarily go into it expecting that right um and uh the the trail was much narrower and that there were there was less room for Error, You know, right. I couldn't, in Black Canyon, the Gunnison, the Gunnison Trail is... Yeah, things to
0: hold on to yeah, and... Yeah,
1: several feet wide yeah. at every point. And there's yes. no point where it really bottlenecks. Yep. Um, whereas this one is sometimes only a few inches wide. Mm-hmm. Um, so that adds another factor, of another layer of discomfort. And, um,
0: and this one is more, it was more exposed too. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: not that it was really hot when we were there, but it did warm up. Yes. You know.
1: Yeah. That's another piece. So I think those are all things that kind of led into it being one of the hardest trails that we've done. Uh, At least that that one section. Just a thousand feet. Just a thousand (laughs) feet of just terrible difficulty. And then uh, the other seven miles really was not we had s- very hard at
0: met, all. We did not meet very many people on the trail, only a couple down at the falls, like four other other than us. Mm-hmm. And then there were a couple that we passed on the Black Canyon Trail that were doing just the Black Canyon Trail itself. Mm-hmm. And, and, they and were one of locals. them was the couple. Yeah. Yeah. And we asked, didn't you ask if they were going to be doing it? And they said they had, they were never going to do it again.
1: Uh, I think. I can't remember. Not today.
0: Not today. Oh, is that what they said? Yeah. Um, but they had done it before. And I think that they knew, being locals, they knew it was a challenge too.
1: Yes. So, so anyway, the, the trail itself, you know, once once we finally got off the out of the canyon, we still had another three and a half miles to get back to the truck. And that, that was also very challenging because now we are very tired. We're hungry. Yep. Yeah. We drank most of our water.
0: We did. Uh, yeah.
1: We didn't take very much with us to try to save weight and, you know, we were feeling it.
0: Yeah. I feel like when we got back that day, we did nothing but eat and rest.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, you know, these are all things to, to consider when you're training for your adventures and wanting to do things. Um, and so we kind of wanted to talk about like the physical preparation of doing things this like one, this. For sure. Um And I think a lot of it comes down to your cardio. You know, you have to have the aerobic capacity in order to be able to hike eight and a half miles. Um, and that's, that's fairly straightforward to train, you know, if it's a distance. So this, I'm going to go off track for a moment. Okay. (laughs) I make a complaint to Ashley all the time that people go out and expect to do hikes that are distances that they would not want to walk or run just on a road, right? Mm -hmm. So people expect to be able to um, do a 10-mile hike, but that is a distance that is way outside their comfort range to run Mm -hmm. or even walk. Right. And yet they plan on hiking it in a day.
0: And and And, like I've mentioned before, I don't think that it's often out of, like, disregard for the – Challenge itself, but it's about like the excitement, yeah, of what they're going to be yes. able to see,
1: and and so I say that to say this, and that I think it's that the more comfortable you are getting those distances uh, under you, the the easier you're going to be able to do things like this, yeah, um, and that's the reason why aerobic capacity, your conditioning, your endurance, whatever you want to label it, why that's probably the most important thing. However, that being said, strength is still a very real component in doing these things. Like
0: you've got to, for this one, especially resilient legs, like just Mm -hmm. being able to have that strength to climb all the way up there. And then to also be able to stop yourself as you're going down. Yeah, You know, like you said, we were doing that very steep descent mm-hmm. you need to be able to hold yourself well that composure as you go down and
1: something that we do all the time on trail is having to do some sort of single leg squat where oh yeah we have all of our weight on one leg and we have to bring the other leg down to a, a Step surface that's rock. two or three feet <laughs> lower yeah. than the other one you know so we are having to at least control our body weight um down to the bottom of a single leg squat now you don't necessarily have to be able to stand up from that but right. having the the strength and the flexibility the mobility the, the balance to be able to do that uh has greatly improved our ability to move consistently and quickly on trail
0: definitely and
1: the thing about strength is that not only does it help you do those things but it also helps uh improve your body's uh resilience that you're less likely to get hurt while you're doing things because your bones are going to be denser, your tendons and ligaments are going to be stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it has so many other implications beyond just being strong. Yeah. And so that's another thing that people can often neglect in their training is actually training all these aspects of their fitness that people tend to either focus on the strength or they focus on the endurance. And yeah fitness that allows you to do the things that you want to do is a combination of the two definitely it's not going to be relying overly much on one or the other
0: yeah for sure and i think that that also comes down to like whenever you say relying not relying on one or the other the adventures that you take are going to be biased sometimes towards one or the other too yeah you know um, so being able to have both just allows you to have a broader range of things that you're able to do mm-hmm. um, and that you can do confidently and comfortably. So I love that. And don't let that like we don't want to say that to dampen your excitement to go out and do those things because, you know, you don't think that maybe you're ready yet. There are ways to get there. And that's what Trey and I want to go through is how can you build up to that uh, to stepping foot on on these harder trails or even just doing trails in general. Like if you haven't ever done trails, maybe you've just walked on pavement or on a treadmill, which is, that's great too, but you want to get out and explore nature a little bit more where those types of trails don't go. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that it would be good for us to hit on that and help people with that. So, um, you want to create a plan of progression from where you are right now. Right, so let's say that you're, right now you're just walking on um, paved roads or sidewalk or a treadmill, that's wonderful. We have like three different milestones to build up to doing a trail similar to this. The first one is just being able to consistently walk one to three miles on that paved road or sidewalk or treadmill and try to include some incline or decline. Whether that means that you're going out to a country road that is paved. And you're doing you're walking that um those hills and then going down those hills and up and down for that one to three miles or on the treadmill that you're increasing uh, the incline on that each time and then with the sidewalk it's a little bit harder i think to integrate that but again as trey mentioned a lot of it is going back to just being able to do um, the distance and then adding the, the incline decline is kind of more of that strength piece that you need for that.
1: And and something people try to make, uh, people try to make these things too hard Mm -hmm. oftentimes that really, when it comes down to it, it's not about how quickly you do these things. It's about being able to keep moving at a steady pace. Yeah,
0: progress into it. And
1: and then once you're able to do that unbroken, you know, without stopping and having to rest, then you can worry about going faster.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But
1: when we're talking about endurance, it's not necessarily about the ability to do it quickly. It's about being able to do it with as little rest and as little quote unquote discomfort as possible.
0: Yeah. So, and I think that kind of goes back to that milestone one of one to three, you don't right now have to be at three miles or being able to feel that you could do those three miles that you could start at one or even less than that. But the goal is to get to one to three on the paved roads or sidewalk or treadmill, with the incline decline. Once you feel comfortable there and you can consistently say that you could do that, not saying that you have to do that every week, three times a week, right? None of us have time for that. Right. (laughs) There might be some, a, a few that do, but it's just saying that, you know, you could do that. Milestone two would be up that to three to five miles, but now change the type of terrain because your trail is going to be different to gravel or road with inclines and declines, uh, a gravel trailer road with incline decline. And then from there, once you feel comfortable doing that, you can confidently say that you could do that consistently, which means maybe, maybe that's like you could say, I could definitely do that a couple times a month, right? Um, then you move on to milestone three consistently hike, hike, not walk. This is different. Six to nine miles on a dirt plus rock trail um or road with inclines and declines. Mm. So that one you will definitely have to seek out a little different style. But it's really important for you to expose yourself to that style of terrain because it does require more from your knees, your ankles, your hips. Um, because it's putting those joints in different positions. Um, because it's a dynamic trail, it's a dynamic surface
1: rather than being something that's manicured and exactly rolled and perfect.
0: So, um, we do have a blog in reference to this, so you guys don't have to try to remember those milestones you can build up to those. Uh, and then also if you can, it's best to try to put yourself in a similar weather, similar environment, um, to the hike that you would be doing. So for the black Canyon trail, if you're going to be going when we did, uh, hopefully you'll be going out whenever it's sunny, when it's starting to warm up, that might be challenging in the environment that you, that you're in. Uh, if you do have some time before you're going to go on the hike, when you go to Arizona, then maybe like what we did go to do another hike prior to that, that can at least help you build up, um, to what the weather is going to be like well, it'd be,
1: faster. It'd be like training to hike in the Grand Canyon, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty much regardless of when you go, it's going to be warm or hot in the canyon itself. It may yes. be it may be fine at the rim, but you could have a fifty degree temperature swing from the rim to the river. Yep.
0: Um you <laughs> experience that.
1: And so if you're training by running in the mornings before work when it's cool and then you go to the Grand Canyon, you might be very surprised by how it feels how hot hard. and how you feel and how poorly you do because of how much warmer it is. Right. So getting some runs in in the afternoon when it's warmer, um, would really help. Even if you can't do that on weekdays, maybe you can do that on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if it's something that you'd probably have to dial your, your distance or your intensity back a little bit at, especially to get started. Right. But you know, those are things, those are variables that you really need to, um, to train for and plan for rather than just, um, keeping everything nice and comfortable and doing things that are, uh, yeah. Anyway, just, you need to, you need to experience a little bit of that. Experience a little bit of that discomfort in order to train for, uh, wild adventures because many, many times things are not going to go exactly the way you plan.
0: Definitely. (laughs) Um, and I think I, something else that will help people even more to get ready for these adventures and especially trails like this is in conjunction with building up the distance you talked about strength, um, that you should be doing a hiking specific training program in order to build those components that you will not be able to replicate just by going out and walking or hiking your local trails so like for instance if you know like the black canyon trail had boulders that we had to go over but you're not going to be able to replicate those really big boulders in your area like we don't really have a lot of that here in missouri unless you want to we have to drive a couple hours to go to one um then training step-ups or lunges in your gym can help you to progress for that without having to drive hours to go to a trail to try and train it, right? So I think in conjunction with doing those, com- the consistently walking so many miles um, on your local trails and roads and, or a treadmill, whatever, um, doing a training program can benefit you greatly. And the nice thing about that is if you're kind of doing a good mix of both, um, keeps things fresh, keeps things fun. Uh, So, yeah. Do you have anything else to add to
1: I think that pretty much covers it.
0: Great. Uh, Obviously, beyond training, your training is not going to work if your nutrition and your mindset and your hydration are out of whack. (laughs) You know, like, so if you're not nourishing yourself, if you're not eating enough, um, you are going to feel fatigue. You're not gonna have the energy to do this trail and other things can happen, especially in the heat. You could get uh, heat exhaustion, or even worse, you could have heat stroke. Um, so make sure that you're taking time to eat plenty, that you're hydrating yourself, that you're getting electrolytes on those really hot days. Um, and then also, as it relates to mindset, that you feel that your mind is ready for this trail whenever you step on it. Uh, it doesn't mean that you have to be in the perfect place but that you're excited, that you are confident about tackling this trail. Right. Um, and then I wanted to touch briefly on, you don't have to maneuver all of these barriers on your own of progressing to the trail, uh, that you can team up with somebody. So find a a guide, work with an experienced group, um, to support your goals. Even if you're not, uh, local to Arizona, you can find something in your area via just a quick Google or Facebook search. I know that we have quite a few in the Missouri area. Um, And for those that do live in Sedona or like that area, Central Arizona, let's just say Central Arizona, there are two closest to the Black Canyon Trail that I know of, which is the Sedona Westerners Hiking Club and the Prescott Hiking Club. And the wonderful thing about them is that they do regular hikes in in that area, so you can definitely acclimate to it, and they have different levels of hikes to participate in too, so you can kind of build up to those um, higher level hikes out there. Now, if you're coming to visit, I think that they do invite people that are not part of the club in. You may have to pay a fee. Some of them don't require you to because you're only going to be participating a little bit. But it would be a good one to reach out to them and have fun with some other people and just build up to it that way.
1: Wow, that's one of the best ways to do it right there.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. What, I mean, anything else in references Shelly you feel people need to know? I feel like that was a lot <laughs> was and, and we hope that that really prepares you to enjoy this one because it was amazing. I would, I would do this one again in a heartbeat. Um, and loved absolutely loved the challenge of it but listeners thanks so much for listening and we'll see you out there on those adventures